Sports Talk Chicago, here with John's Glow, back at it on all of our radio and TV affiliates across Illinois and Indiana. Big thank you to Chad TV, WJOB Cities 92.9 FM, and HCTV. Remember, you can follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give us a like on there as well. John Meadows is directing and producing. I'm John Zaglul, hosting today's program. Uh, great to have you all here with us. If you miss any part of this program, we're on our second segment now. Go back and listen to the podcast. The podcast is going to be posted all over any podcast platform, the full show and segments. So in case you want to hear 15 minutes about Justin Fields or about Chase Claypool to come, you can do that pretty quickly. And um, it's very, very easy, very user-friendly. And if you're on there, you can give us a rating and review as well. Um, we'd really appreciate that. So appreciate everybody being here. And there's been some news in Bears Kingdom. It's not really breaking news, although I'd like it to be. It was breaking news a couple of days ago. We're finally getting to it now. But I've had some time to process this, and I think I have a well-formulated take. I also think there's going to be an epic rant incoming. Chase Claypool has been traded to the Miami Dolphins. The Bears traded Chase Claypool. Remember, they got him last year for a second-round pick from Pittsburgh, which essentially was a first-round pick because it was one of the best second-round picks in existence for a wide receiver who at the time was touted to be a big part of this Bears offense. Chase Claypool, in his time in a Bears uniform, had 18 catches, 191 yards, and one touchdown in 10 games. That was worse than EQ St. Brown. Even Bayless Jones Jr., who can't even catch a football to begin with, was more productive for this team at the money, at the rate in which he was paid, than Chase Claypool. Now, after issues, public falling outs, and comments from Claypool and company, the Bears traded him to Miami. The Bears traded Claypool and a 2025 seventh round pick for a 2025 sixth round pick. So the Bears lost on this trade with Claypool now, and they lost with him in general because they traded a second-round pick to get him. This was a Ryan Poles failure. You don't need me to tell you that, though. And this segment, candidly, is not going to be about bashing Ryan Poles. Um, at the time, not a dumb move considering the situation. The Bears needed wide receiving help. The goal was to keep Claypool around, not just for, ne- uh, for last year, but for this year, for the long haul, to be a certified number two and number three for Justin Fields, he was brought in to help. He was brought in to make this core better. And I even thought week one, he was going to make him better. And he was going to do better this year, first year or first full year in a new offense. And all the different qualifiers you can imagine, I made every excuse for him in the book and every excuse for Brian Poles and the Bears in the book. And I thought rightfully so, clearly I was wrong too. This is not a Ryan Poles segment though. I don't blame Poles for swinging the bat and maybe striking out. That's okay. As a GM, you're not going to get everything right. Ryan Poles was dead wrong on two specific things so far. So far. Maybe three, but we got to wait till the end of the year. The two for sure, Bayless Jones Jr. and Chase Claypool. Maybe Matt Eberflus by the time the year ends, but that's it. He's been pretty much right on a lot of things that he's done. I'm going to give him credit. Pretty much right. Not perfect. Nobody's going to be perfect. But... More right than wrong over the course of his tenure as the Bears GM. But unfortunately for him, this Chase Claypool decision wasn't just kind of wrong, it was massively wrong. It was massively wrong, unfortunately. Brian Paul said this about Claypool and the situation, how it all panned out. He said, quote, 
You're always disappointed in this situation, and it's definitely something I take ownership of. Last year in the situation we were in, we wanted to add another receiver to the offense, not only to help us be more productive, but to also help Justin Fields take the next step. The right thought process was there, and I feel comfortable with that. He's right. I don't blame Ryan Poles for this. Unfortunately, Poles said, it didn't work out, and we were hoping for him to be a little bit more productive and be someone that could help us take it to the next level. He said, in the end, he wishes him well. He wishes him luck moving forward through his career. Claypool retorted and said this, according to a couple of Bears reporters, and he said this just before he got traded, Sometimes the things around you either elevate you or you have to adapt to allow you to elevate with them. So I've just been adapting to the new system and my new role in the system and trying to make the most out of it. Claypool had been the subject of public scrutiny because he did not show effort on run block plays, which we all know we've seen that. I know he apologized and said the right things publicly to try and make amends. The fact is, he's a bum, and we said this from last year. I was wondering last year why somebody who gets traded into a brand-new situation has a great opportunity on his hands, just doesn't give a blank. And I said last year, this was near the end of the year, if you don't want to play, then don't show up. If you don't want to be here, then don't show up. Don't play. Let EQ get some snaps. Bayless, somebody else. Because you know what? There are other guys who are hungry enough and who want it enough to be on that field with the Bears. I don't care if you're some scrub on the practice squad. You would rather have that opportunity, and I'd rather see that opportunity than Chase Claypool. Look at Bajan. Look at Bajan as a backup QB. Nobody wanted him. Nobody liked him. He worked his ass off and got an opportunity. Why? Because he gave a damn. He gave a damn about playing for the Bears. He gave a damn about his performance and his career and being an NFL quarterback. He cared. There was care, there was heart, there was hustle. Chase Claypool had none of it, making more money, brought in via big trade, and that's his response to coming to the Bears. And as Paul said correctly, this was not just a, we're going to do this for this year. This was a future move. This was trying to bring Justin Fields' help, support, going to the next level. He is 100% right in saying the right intentions were there. 100% right, because he was doing his best, finally, to help Justin Fields, to invest in him, like he did with T.J. Moore. He was actually trying. His heart was in the right place. I I give him full credit. I don't even bash him for this. I bash Chase Claypool for letting down Ryan Poles, letting down Matt Eberflus, letting down Justin Fields, and letting down this damn organization, and letting down all of us watching and hoping for something good to occur. I made excuses. A lot of people did, too. New system, mid-year trade. Tough adjusting. Next year is going to be better. We all thought so. Then the Bears trade for DJ Moore. We think it's going to be great. Moore's in. Mooney's going to be back. And Claypool, that's a pretty good threesome at wide receiver. Claypool doesn't have to be the main guy anymore. He could be a number three or number two, depending on how he and Mooney do. And things are going to be great. Nope. Wrong again. Wrong again. No, he sucked. Then he was away from the team, and there was that whole Miscommunication with Matt Eberflus in the press. Not surprised. That's been happening all year. And then look what happened. Now he's gone. Brian Poles, unfortunately, lost that trade. The Bears lost that trade. They gave up a highly coveted and a high second-round pick for somebody who had 191 yards in 10 games. Again, 
EQ St. Brown did that. I mean, EQ St. Brown had a career year, quote-unquote, with the Bears last year. He was inactive till last week. EQ St. Brown put up better numbers than Chase Claypool through 10 games in a Bears uniform than him, and EQ St. Brown's inactive on the bench in the doghouse, and Chase Claypool was playing there for a bit. Now, this is ridiculous. Now, according to reports, and you guys are going to get a kick out of this, Miami wants to convert him to a tight end. It might make sense from a body type standpoint. He's 6'4", 230. I don't give a... This is bad. I mean, that's a really bad look. I don't care what anybody says. You could try and spin it in a positive direction, and of course the Dolphins are going to spin it in a positive direction because they're the Dolphins, and from a team perspective, you don't want to say, well, we acquired nothing, right? You want to show that there's a reason why this move was made. And if that's the reason, that's a dumb move on the Dolphins' part, and that's a dumb move on Mike McDaniel's part, uh, surprisingly. I'm surprised the Bears got anything back for him to the point that I'm actually impressed Ryan Poles got something in return because you know what? When you send a player home for insubordination and he's just inactive for no reason, not on the pup list, not on the IR, not even on the suspended or restricted list, he's just not there, his trade value is absolutely zero. Zero. There is no trade value. There's no value at all. If he's sitting around at home, not coming to the facilities, not practicing, not playing for no reason. No IR, no pop list, no uh, restricted list, no suspension. Just, no, don't come to the stadium. Don't come with the team. There is zero value in that. So the fact that Ryan Poles got anything for Chase Claypool is a win for him. This is not a Ryan Poles issue. Good luck, Miami. He's your problem now. And if you're going to try and convert him to a tight end, wait till he starts complaining again about the fact that he's not being used properly. Well, you know what, Chase? I, I'm going to break some news to you if you're watching. You weren't used properly because you because you didn't give a damn. You weren't used properly because you showed up with a crap attitude and didn't give a damn about playing football. That's why you weren't used properly because you had the opportunity to make everything here. You you had the opportunity. This position was wide open for you. You had the chance to make the most of it, and you chose poorly time and time again. Poorly, beyond poorly, and look what happened. Your your stats were horrible. You. Your attitude was crap, and you ended up getting traded. There's nobody to blame for your failure in Chicago but yourself. Even the old narrative, oh, Chicago's where wide receivers go to die, right? That's the old narrative. Not in this case. Chase Claypool dug his own grave, and now he's dead in Chicago. Chase Claypool did it to himself. Fields targeted him. Targeted him. He didn't catch footballs. He dropped a ton of them last year, and this year just didn't care. So he was targeted by his quarterback. He was endorsed by his GM. I mean, Ryan Poles gave up a top second-round pick for him, and he was put into the rotation immediately. Last year, the week he was traded for, the Bears started him. Eberflus put him in. There was no holding pattern or waiting. They just threw him in and said, let's do it. He had support from every single aspect of the Bears, from the front office to the coaching to the quarterback. Everybody supported him at first. And even this year, everybody supported him again. Even the media, fans, everybody said, okay, full year, training camp, this is going to be good. It didn't work. There is nobody to blame for this situation but Chase Claypool himself. Ryan Poles is not responsible because I don't think he knew what he was going to be getting into. This is not a folly on Ryan Pulse, like I've seen some people say. Yeah, it doesn't look good, and yeah, the Bears lost out, but I don't 
any GM would have lost out on this. Any GM would have looked like a fool after what Chase Claypool did here. So he's not at fault at all. Even Matt Eberplus, who I think might be gone at the end of the year, it's not, it's not his fault. He put him in we- first week to try and let him play. Didn't work. Not Justin Fields' fault. He targeted him many times. He dropped footballs and had no effort on the field. This is all on Chase Claypool. All of it. Ryan Poles calmly said, we all wish him well. We all wish him luck moving forward throughout his career. And that's it. I mean, what else is there to say? What else is there to say? Chase Claypool's gone. He's over. And, uh, <laughs> the Bears really dodged a bullet. I mean, they, they they dealt with the bullet, right? They dealt with the bullet, but they dodged it in the sense that it's over. It's over. There's no more issues. There are no more problems. It's over. So, I give the Bears credit for cutting ties and making a tough decision. And I hope Chase Claypool, I don't know, turns it around or something. He's going to be a tight end now in Miami. Okay. Really, the praise for this entire decision goes to Ryan Poles because I know how difficult it must have been for him to kind of admit that he was wrong, right? I mean, he had to admit that he was wrong in making this trade, but at the end of the day, he sucked it up. I have more respect for Poles in the sense that he admitted he was wrong, but he's not backing down, and everybody else saw it. And I think... From a media perspective, from even a fan perspective, there are very few people tonight saying, oh, oh, Ryan Poles, you screwed up. No, I think everybody knows deep down this is not what the Bears were advertised. This is not what they expected when they made that trade. They were not expecting this. They weren't expecting 10 games, 191 yards, one touchdown, and that's it. They were expecting this guy's going to be a WR2 minimum or maximum, maybe a WR3. He's going to be a really good contributor to this offense. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. So, unfortunately, Chase Claypool's time at Chicago is over. Unfortunately, it ended the way that it did, but kudos to Ryan Pauls for making the tough decision, and kudos to the Bears for doing everything right. They checked every box. They treated Chase Claypool well. They had him involved day one in their offense. They cared. They played and and let him play hard. They gave him the opportunity, and he squandered it, and he screwed it up. At the end of the day, he's the reason why he failed, and he's the reason why, at this point in his career, which started off so promising, he's being converted to a tight end with the Miami Dolphins with essentially no future in football. Farewell. Best wishes, Chase Claypool. We'll be right back here on Sports Talk Chicago.